Oh, we got a Ben. I've got a Ben Dreyfus tweet. He's the guy who hunted somebody, right? That's correct. Yeah. How, how's the manhunter doing? I've been a moderate Democrat since I was six, and Bill Clinton was nice to me at a party. And in the years since, the right has gone insane, and the left has gone insane. But the centrist Democrat spot has been pretty solid. Good returns. One hand, whoops a rock. Other hand, yay ACA. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Bill Clinton was nice to be at a party once. It's a bad sign, man. Get out. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Exactly. That's... No, he did... he's also the one who... Read that story about how uh, he heard Kevin Spacey was gay, so he tried to seduce him and failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was like my br Kevin Spacey wanted my brother, <laughs> but not minute. me or something weird like was, that. Was he at the same party as Kevin Spacey and Bill Clinton? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Hold on. Oh my god. And that's Hold what on. the average fucking Ben Dreyfus tweet is like. Yeah, it's like I was at Bohemian Grove and everyone was very <laughs> nice to me. <laughs> there were lovely canapes. I liked putting my cock in the chocolate fountain. It's actually very easy to be one degree separated from Jeffrey Epstein. I sat behind Chris Tucker on the Lolita Express. Nothing weird <laughs> happened. I wonder I wonder if we ever will find out how he's such a wonderkind to be in all these sex parties. You know? Mm -hmm. How did he get invited? He's Richard Dreyfuss' son. Which guy's Richard Dreyfuss? Could again? not tell you. I think we've been through this before. We, yeah, we have. <laughs> he's the star of Jaws, so presumably he's the shark. <laughs> Yo, he does look like a shark. <laughs> he's alive? And he lets his son tweet like this? Uh, what can he do? He's very much alive. <laughs> if Tom Hanks can't stop Chet Hanks, what the fuck is Richard <laughs> Dreyfus going to do? Tom Hanks doesn't want to stop Chet Hanks. He likes that he's an island boy. Yeah. He supports him. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks thinks he's having some sort of, like, you know, father-son arc with his, like, you know, <laughs> fucked up son. Right. And he's like, I his can fix him. His son's not fucked up, man. Chet is, like, really positive. Yeah, it's time for a Joe counterfactual. They all <laughs> talk like that in the Hanks house. <laughs> Colin Hanks pretends they don't. <laughs> he's Tom Hanks it. never addresses it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they learned it from him, right? Yeah. He's an island boy from that movie. Yeah, from Castaway. There we go. That's where he picked it up. Island boy. Uh, we had a we got Gorbachev uh kicking oh, yeah. kicking the bucket. He died. Oh yeah, did Dying. we not talk about that? No, dude, we haven't we recorded did. in a while. Uh, rest in peace, Gorbachev. I it it's cool that anyone in a Soviet country was like rest in piss, and everyone in America was like, "Thank you, sir, hero, sir, for bringing we pizza." We love hug. you. <laughs> when my son was two, I heard him mumbling to himself as he was going to sleep. Oh my Mikhail God. Gorbachev. Oh, it I... sounded like a promise that the world he would grow up in would be less fearful and more hopeful. <laughs> Gorbachev lived just long enough to watch. Mm -hmm. um, Pizza Hut close operations in Russia <laughs> because yeah. of the <laughs> Ukraine bitch. war. Yeah, the, he, he was able to watch like the full fallout of his mistakes and the the like the loss of his uh, his accomplishments. You don't get anything, not even the treats. I hoped Louis Vuitton let you keep the bag at least. Yeah, hopefully you got <laughs> to keep the bag. He looks so scary in that car. He should have been buried in like a Dior tomb. <laughs> <laughs> he should have. I spent the better part of my morning instead of doing any of my work for my fucking computer classes reading about the LVMH succession crisis. <laughs> Name of, namely, uh, Arnault, the guy who's Bernard, who's ruled it for, like, uh, the last, I don't know, 50 years, basically, and built it into the evil empire it is today. Sure. Just extended his company's treaty so he could stay on as CEO for a couple more years while he has five different children competing to try and take over. Oh. Is the CIA sponsoring one of the children? This yeah. almost seems like Dude. they're like, he has rescinded his country's constitution. <laughs> this is a who's who of like an Illuminati power struggle. I, you figure one guy's Mossad. You figure one guy's working for the CIA. One guy, he's Chinese one, now. One guy's Hell ISI. Yeah. yeah, dude, they're everywhere. Fucking everyone's fighting. And I can't wait to see who wins and gets to sell me uh, cognac. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, Louis Vuitton. Oh, this Moe, is okay. Shandon, Hennessy. Damn, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I, I'll say it here first. I'll be throwing my name in the hat for a successor, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what I can do with the company. Honorary Frenchman. Honorary never. Yeah. I'll be the first Irishman to run the company. <laughs> the first Irish guy to run a fashion company. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
that. <laughs> <laughs> Overalls. Potato sacks. Potato sacks, <laughs> stuff like that. Like weird weird shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Clogs. <laughs> You were tricked I, by a German, so clogs. Yeah, I, I find a bunch of. <laughs> by a German. I get a bunch of cobblers. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about Donald Trump, the wedding crasher. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, this recently happened? Yeah, this was August thirtieth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a uh, Donald Trump showed up at my friend's wedding for no reason and just started eating. Seizure <laughs> warning. Yeah, man, it's crazy. He's just chilling, eating dinner at one of the tables now, and there he is. <laughs> Imagine just... Donald Trump sits next to you. You're at, like your cousin's wedding. He just sits down. He's like, "Hello." Donald <laughs> Trump sits next to you. I, I gotta say, some counterfactuals on this tweet. Uh, where are you getting married? That Donald Trump is just walking into, like Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, exactly. You're having a Mar-a-Lago wedding. Hell yeah. Be like, oh my god, I can't believe he showed up. He smelled. He's dinner. known to do this. Yeah, yeah. It, it, literally, it's like a cartoon like animal that sees a pie. <laughs> Dude, remember but it's him for like five beef lasagna. It remember is like palace five beef lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> the first four months of him not being in office, it would it was like three different stories of him just walking to a random person's wedding and like getting the microphone. Being like, all right, excellent. We're having a great time. Ring a ding ding. How are you folks doing tonight? <laughs> New York, New York. I'll be back real oh, soon. He's like, I'm here for the spread. Which respect? He wants some cake. Yeah, it looks like he's like uh, just sort of like just like quietly listening oh to God. a toast. Like <laughs> he just has his hands folded in his lap and he's right. like looking at somebody. Right. Donald Trump he's like a lives a fairy tale life. There's probably a wedding to, at his house spin every day. Down the stairs, the ballroom <laughs> stairs. <laughs> sniff out, sniff out a meal. Sniff out the wet sauce or whatever. He always wears the most beautiful dress to the cotillion. Where, yeah, birds put it on him. <laughs> he gets to do prima nocta on any mid-level <laughs> software executive who swears fealty to him. Then. All right, you guys want to uh, start out here? Let's hit it. Did you send the notes? I definitely did not. <laughs> not you? Secure your account. Yeah, you're getting locked out, buddy. Dude, I'm installing Google Docs. <laughs> sucks. I realized what you were doing about two minutes ago. I had to add the email, now I can yeah. install the app. Google Docs is a great app. Uh, it's better than Microsoft Word, which is the same thing, but somehow costs money. No, Microsoft money and- Word. And this is, it's so easy to transition from your phone to your uh, computer with uh, docs. You just got to hang out places throughout your life where Microsoft Word is already there, though. School, the library, <laughs> the library. work. Mm-hmm. All Matt those spends a lot that... of time hanging around schools. <laughs> I did. Now I got to spend a lot of time hanging around work. They all got Microsoft Word, though. It's, I'm not allowed it's, near it's schools magical. anymore. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one leftist defender of Microsoft Word podcast on the left. Uh, I am your host, Joe Palmer. I am, uh, uh, okay, Brand- Bird- Birdandon, Brand- whatever. You know what I'm going for. And Brandan? Brandan. Brandan. <laughs> and I'm here to remind you to use the ribbon at the top to optimize your Word experience. <laughs> Uh, that guy's Matt, and thank you for joining us again after our very brief hiatus mm-hmm. for Danny's birthday. It was my birthday. Danny's oh, birthday. School started again. Yes, I am the birthday boy, okay? He is the birthday boy. <laughs> Everyone, when you see Danny on the internet, figure out a way to punch him, whatever that may mean to you. Wow, that's really mean. Yeah. I can't um, believe you would tell him Four times, that. because you're now four years old, because you're a baby, <laughs> and uh, you're also a girl. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, I just turned 17. Uh, but this is beyond the point. Uh, yeah, me and Matt have been grooming Danny <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> uh, but that, that's beyond the point. Uh, you guys want to uh, get into our uh, our topics this week? Sure. Our well, first topic is uh, Stranger Things, I think. What is this, Danny? <laughs> is it? I can't remember. Hold on. i got to open the notes. We're, we're going away on a strange day. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Palmer. <laughs> so Bill Palmer, uh, in the Palmer Report. Uh, folks, he the the titles on this website of the pieces they do are always really weird. Just like two, <laughs> it's they're like song titles. Kind yeah, of. I was gonna say it's like the Doors. Yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and he so the title of this one is just Strange Days, but Days was lowercase, so he didn't even capitalize the. It's 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 like a 
It it's formatted more like a blog than Wayne Dupree com is. Like <laughs> it's it very gets informal. Way less money. Yeah. yeah, he's ripping off Strange Ways by uh, Doom. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you don't really get anything about what it's about in the title. So we <laughs> just got to get into it here. Uh, when a judge incorrectly and incoherently ruled yesterday in favor of appointing a special master to oversee the sorting of evidence that had already been sorted, it set off yet another round of defeatist hysteria about how Donald Trump had won and was going to get away with it all. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, I think he is going to get, get away with it all. What is, what is he even fucking talking about? <laughs> I, I can only assume the folders thing. These are like the ramblings of an insane person. To it me. absolutely feels that way. It's been the back... Bill Palmer's been having this back and forth with himself about Trump is going down tomorrow and Trump might get away with it for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like a year and a half. As long as we've known him on his website, That's this true. has been happening to him in That's his mind. True. I'm going to show Bill Palmer, Papa Roach, and the song <laughs> Getting Away With Murder. <laughs> I think it's by them. I don't care. Who cares? We should, we should introduce him to Papa Roach, though. That might change him up a bit. <laughs> Make him better. Yeah. He's, he's have a phase. Our scars remind us the past is real, Bill Palmer. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I read a really annoying article if Fetterman beats Oz, like, this proves that the new metal Democrat is <laughs> the only future for this country. And it is. Singing that the corn song with the title I can't say on the pod. <laughs> it's like, that's all of us. Together. Uh, but even setting aside the pretty obvious reality that this silly court ruling will be immediately overturned on appeal and won't actually help Trump at all, there is another aspect to this court battle that is being completely overlooked. Trump isn't in court because he's the president of the United States trying to convince a judge to let him get away with some evil scheme. Trump is in court because he's a private citizen who is in the process of being put in federal prison for his crimes. <laughs> It's just such a funny way to like term a, a legal case against a private citizen. They're in the process of putting them away for their crimes. <laughs> <laughs> no innocent until proven guilty. They are in, they're going through the motions of being tossed away forever. Plus, it's also such a lib brain. Like, yeah, all judges are even-handed and all oh, cases yeah. are ruled on merit. Yeah, exactly. And, and the way the legal system actually works it's like that episode of the simpsons where uh burns buys himself out of dumping nuclear waste and then buys the statue of justice on his way out as well <laughs> remember the article we read uh last time that was like trump is paying all of the prosecutors against him what he's giving millions of dollars to all the people that are prosecuting him the lawyers that's funny isn't, for favors isn't that the same simpsons episode where they they win they get the money from mr burns and they use it to buy the fucking monorail isn't yeah. that how the monorail one opens, opens. yes yeah. <laughs> monorail 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 i'm literally always thinking about that. <laughs> monorail on our mind this can't be stated loudly enough trump is completely powerless For the past year and a half since we triumphantly booted Trump from office, we've had to put up with a mainstream media and pundit class who has spent every day trying to convince us that Trump is still somehow in power and has us right where he wants us. Dude, I agree. The lying fake news. Thank you, (laughs) Bill Palmer. (laughs) He goes against the fucking fake news media in this article. Yeah, against the grain, the truest Democrat. Which is funny, because who does he mean? Like, CNN? I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a, Trump is still in power. They're still fear-mongering about <laughs> Trump. They'll do that forever. I guess that's pa- power. CNN is hiring a bunch of, like, C-tier Fox News employees in an effort <laughs> to, like, get some of the MAGA audience, too, and be the centrist news media again. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, it's very cool. It's making, uh, it's making very online... Uh, Democratic Party boosters just fucking explode. <laughs> it is fucking They're awesome. Like, no, 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 because they got that guy fucking, like, so, he's the guy who, uh, it's the video of the guy shooting himself on TV, and he's like, cut away from it, cut away from it. That Fox News guy, he could go work at CNN. It's going to kill me, I don't remember his name. Shep, Shep Smith. Shep Smith. Shep Smith. 
He's like, I'm very sorry we showed you that man killing himself <laughs> on the TV. I don't even know if they're getting anyone that big. Besides Chris Wallace, it's just like C-tier correspondents named like Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like branch families of the Coach. They they got sent to work at Fox. Yes. When Trump does occasionally surface in public, we're reminded that he's a broken, bewildered, half-senile loser who's just waiting to be finished off by the criminal justice system. <laughs> That's what you're reminded of? I'm reminded of the YMCA video. <laughs> the hole-in-one. The hole-in-one he got just a few months ago. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah, That's yeah, what, yeah. He surfaces in public when he gets another victory, when he, <laughs> eat, when he eats a delicious dinner, does a toast. <laughs> Issues a presidential decree. (laughs) Then he disappears again, and the media goes right back to trying to brainwash us into believing that this broken loser is somehow all-powerful and will be right back in charge of the country. (laughs) Broken. Donald Trump is broken. Who is this, like, screed of his against? Like, the mainstream media. Like, he's he's taking a new stance. He's taking him down. (laughs) He's taking no prisoners. (laughs) He supports his president above all else. Yep. (laughs) He's going to do a canceled uh, comedy special. Yeah, this guy's awesome. (laughs) Bill Palmer, canceled. When we saw Trump very stupidly cash in one of his dwindling number of political favors on something as pointless as a special master ruling that won't last five minutes, special master? That is so fucking I like the idea that Trump, A, decides his own, like, legal counsel, and B, immediately (laughs) decided he wanted a special master. (laughs) Of course he would. He's going to be very special. He's going to be the best master we've ever seen. He's a master. I'm thinking of it like either, like, the Time Wizard card from Yu-Gi-Oh! is in the courtroom mm. with Trump like the, the floating guy or just like the hand that you have to fight at the end of Smash Bros Trump but- just keeps playing Pot of Greed they can't stop him no you can't stop I get to drill two more lawyers <laughs> We all should have simply rolled our eyes at just how far Trump has fallen and chuckled at how uh, addled Trump truly is for thinking that this ruling was somehow his salvation. Instead, large chunks of the people on our side simply panicked and hid under their desks because they've been conditioned to believe that Trump is still president. There's goddamn sheeple. Wake up. (laughs) It's this is whole no one patriots are in charge. <laughs> yeah, no one's with him yeah. on this one. <laughs> like normally he's just doing like you know standard like Russiagate brain shit, but this is he's literally like Trump is taken over again. Yeah. Or I don't. I don't he's thi- not taking over. He's not taking he's over. He's going to prison. It's this is an inevitability. I don't think even the most like MSNBC brained people are with him on this one. <laughs> For as much as we mock Donald Trump's pathetic and delusional supporters for for pretending that he won the 2020 election and that he's still secretly president, we're going to have to address the fact that so many petrified folks on our side have been brainwashed into essentially believing that Trump is still the president. What the fuck is he talking about? It's so crazy. This is a very esoteric point of view (laughs) he's crafted for this he entry. must read his own liberal version of Real Raw News. We I need was, to find it. He's going to get himself crucified on the same altar that they put the Green Party on. They're going to say yeah. that he's, like, <laughs> yeah. doing collusion with Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's at least splitting the vote. Charlotte Clymer is going to drag Bill Palmer on Twitter. <laughs> Not only is this bad for activism, you can't really yourself... You can't rally yourself to fight and win if you're convinced you've somehow already lost. That's such a good point. It's also pretty obviously what? mentally unhealthy. Oh, uh, no one can ever win after they lose. <laughs> Once you lose, you're a loser forever. <laughs> <laughs> bad news for the Democratic Party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a thousand years of bad luck. As we head into this political week, which... As we head into this political week, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, this political week, Dan. <laughs> Which is starting late and in strange fashion. We should all take a deep breath and remind ourselves of where things really stand. Donald Trump lost the election, got booted from office, is in such bad condition his handlers try to keep him hidden. Yeah, well, no, dude, your your president yeah, is your dying. <laughs> My president is alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
the beginning of this political week is like the most like sick news person like way to see the you know what I mean the beginning of this like it's a new week finally to... the political week is over and then he goes to sleep at 11.59 and he wakes back. up at 12.01 like oh boy the new political week has begun going time back to for read more the political time. weeks exactly the only thing that's consistent is he does not sleep <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he's awake as Boca Blue sometimes Bill Palmer and he's in court because he's feebly trying to fend off his inevitable arrival in federal prison at this point, any other take on Trump is just empty noise. <laughs> Meanwhile, even though Trump is completely finished and his life is over, <laughs> a bunch of mini-Trumps are trying to seize control of Congress in just 60 days. This is true. If they win the midterms, there will be literally nothing they can do to keep Trump from spending the rest of his life in prison. What? If they win the midterms, there will be literally no But if they won the midterms, then they would keep Trump out of the... Does he mean the Democrats? Uh, yes. Who knows what he... Based off the next sentence I also just read ahead. Again, Trump is finished. But a Republican Congress would certainly be able to abuse their power to make Americans' lives a nightmare. This guy is fucking horrible at writing. Uh, so if you want to panic and fret about something, I urge you not... I urge you not to take the lazy person's route of panicking and fretting over laughably imaginary ghost stories about Donald Trump's comeback. (laughs) Don't call it a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) since a trump comeback is not a real thing choosing to live in fear of it is just an excuse to not have to do any actual political activism or work (laughs) like i'm doing here and now (laughs) the smartest thing to do is to ignore it completely yeah besides it's not like these people accept that like you know ron desantis who i guess is currently what second horse Mm -hmm. in the race or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. They accept him as a fascist as well on these same terms. So it's like, what the what the fuck is the difference? He wields more Donald power. Donald Trump himself will be in jail, and then you'll have what the quieter one who sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Well, that goes and back. Has blo- like bloody hands or whatever. We deduced is wrong with him. That yeah. goes back to the fucking New York Magazine article we read last week, where they ended it by uh, basically saying that DeSantis is would be a better choice than Trump just because he's not Trump. Yeah, and I was going to say, that's probably true. As a Democrat, you should probably prefer to run against Donald Trump. You should run the same playbook that Clinton did in 2016. You should nominate Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's absurd f- for like Democrats to see the shit that Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida right now and be like, well, at least he's not Trump. We'll yeah. take him. Let, mm-hmm. let him implement it on a national level. Who mm-hmm. cares? Yeah. Like. And I guess beyond that, maybe this is just better for this type of person's psyche, actually. Because if you accept it as an undeniable fact that Donald Trump is going to prison, he's no longer doing psychic warfare against you through your television every day. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be in the Magneto prison where he can't hurt you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All of Joe Biden's political enemies in the Magneto prison. (laughs) I put him underground, Mac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> every drunk driver. Every every drunk driver. So uh, Bill uh, Bill finishes it up here. If you don't want to see a Republican House or Senate, adopt a Democratic candidate in a competitive race and get to work with fundraising and volunteering. That's what your we- that's what your week should be entirely about. The midterm stakes are simply too high to waste time fretting over the ghost of traitors past. That's a really nice little word there. Dude, there we go. Bill Palmer with the wordplay. <laughs> Very nice. I mean, what else is there to say about this? Shout out Bill Palmer. Yeah. I hope Joe Keep Biden thinking, makes brother. you his next poet laureate. <laughs> 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 hell yeah, hell yeah. All right. Um so, I also love the phrasing, by the way, adopt a Democrat. Yeah, take him into your home, <laughs> feed him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm taking John Fetterman fishing and teaching yeah. him right from wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lesson one. <laughs> Detainment. Is it ever okay? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You are not a cop just because you're large. <laughs> Okay, Joe. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, he should get to eat Doctor Oz if he wins. Yeah, he should. Like, if he's hungry, put him in a hot dog bun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, a non Martin's potato roll. <laughs> yeah. You want to uh, move on to the next article here? Let's do it. Uh, so 
this one's pretty short, uh, but it's by a Wayne Dupree uh, writer who I have never seen before, folks. It's by Wayne Dupree Staff. What is what is that? No, W D Staff is a pen name of it's a oh, of Wayne Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> Much like every other writer on this yeah. website. Uh, w D Staff. Well, it's the Boomer Desquad movie corner here, folks. Top Gun Maverick just hit a milestone that will shock millions with two exclamation points. Um Tom Cruise comes out in the end. Is that the milestone? <laughs> yeah, it's Muslim. It's an LGBTQ. Yeah. It's a Muslim milestone. It's the first. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> it's the first gay kiss they let go in China. Really? Yeah. Because they were like between this is Tom Cruise honest. and his own penis. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The the top. It's, it's, the the working title was Top Gun Self Suck, and <laughs> they had to change that. I still want to see this movie. We have to see. Oh it. yeah, no. Uh, I, I hope see it. Wayne Dupree explains why. And it's definitely staying in theaters, as we'll get into in this uh, this piece here. Top Gun Maverick from Paramount Skydance achieved a milestone over Labor Day weekend that had been anticipated for months. $700 million in American box office receipts. Between Friday and Monday, the movie sold 7.9 million tickets, increasing its domestic uh, box office receipts $701 million. I'm going to do a little uh, fact injection into these statistics. Okay. It was $3 movie day at every Regal in America on uh, Saturday, so that probably helped a lot with ticket sales. Yeah. Those are some crowded theaters. People say, oh, why not? I'll see Top Gun. 7.9, almost 8 million tickets. It's a lot of tickets. I saw two movies that day, though. It was the thing to do that day. Yeah. Every Tuesday, tickets are half-priced. That's beast. It was like, tickets were like a fifth, of one-fifth price on Saturday. It was crazy. It's awesome. The Tom Cruise blockbuster has now surpassed Star Wars The Force Awakens, $936 million. Danny is malding. Danny is furious. <laughs> Danny is screaming and crying and pissing all over my room. Which one is The Force Awakens? <laughs> the seventh one. Seven? Yeah. And um, eight is better. <laughs> and joined the ranks of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Avatar, which are among the top five highest grossing movies in North America before accounting for inflation. <laughs> before accounting for Biden inflation, of course. It'll <laughs> never join the ranks of Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar stays winning. Thank you to the Glorious People's <laughs> Republic for putting it ahead of uh, Avengers 7. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Way of the water, baby. Way of the water. Fifth place might be the highest the chart position for Top Gun Maverick uh, rises due to Avatar release uh, receiving a re-release really? on September 23rd. Yeah, and it's Can remastered. Can we go see Avatar? It's remastered yeah, as well. That. I totally want to. It's remastered. It's yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, if there's fucking hair sex scene isn't in it. <laughs> it's in it and it's kinky now. And it's kinky. Oh, yeah. Now they show more feet. Yeah, it's complicated and it lasts for an hour. <laughs> Uh, I, the, I'm excited. Receiving a re-release on September 23rd, ahead of its uh, eagerly anticipated sequel, The Way of the Water, or The Way of Water, I'm sorry. Nevertheless, the movie managed to surpass its Memorial Day weekend record, $160 million four-day opening, and stay in the top five for all but one of the last 15 weekends by capitalizing on its immense popularity, a devoted fan base, and poor competition in the second half of the summer. Uh, this is just the first movie for like adults that's been released yeah, in, the in last years. 20 years. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Additionally, Maverick might experience a resurgence if it grants the wishes of its supporters and secures a Best Picture nomination for the upcoming Academy Awards. Maverick has attained that elusive position among moviegoers as a movie that must be watched numerous times on the biggest screen possible, <laughs> even though awards season re-releases aren't usually assured to make significant income. <laughs> the biggest screen po- I want the biggest screen. Please give me the biggest screen <laughs> possible. Like, I hope they fucking... I hope they win. I hope they win the Oscar and he uh, commits, what, Hirakari on stage. <laughs> Which one is Hirakari? I don't know. Isn't that the carving your stomach open? Or I thought that was seppuku. Did I just describe like a chicken dish? <laughs> <laughs> seppuku is the stomach yeah. open. Oh, Harakiri. It's another word for seppuku. Oh, yeah, okay. that, I like that one more. Yeah. What do you know? The more you know, folks. <laughs> 
it would surely return to the forefront of uh, popular culture with a Best uh, Picture nomination, which would spark fresh interest in what will be a slow post-holiday time. Oh my god, okay, this slipped my mind. The the picture that they had for this article, like when I clicked on it, it was like, t- you know, Top Gun has surpassed a milestone, and it was half Top Gun, like, over Black Panther. <laughs> it's like, Uh-oh. wait, what do you mean? Uh, we know what they mean. <laughs> With almost 1.44 billion in worldwide revenue, Top Gun Maverick is Paramount's second highest grossing film ever, after only Titanic. It is presently ranked number 12 on the all-time global list, barely below Frozen 2. <laughs> Frozen 2 is $1.45 billion total after passing Avengers Age of Ultron earlier this month. <laughs> See, I guess I stopped paying attention to these Marvel movies. They really made a fucking movie called Age of Ultron. They made that movie probably ten years ago. (laughs) Okay, uh, well, that is that on the movie corner. Uh, And we're going to get into a couple ads uh, from Wayne Dupree, of course. Um, The first one, New Jersey government will cover the cost to install solar if you live in these zip codes. You shouldn't be advertising your solar on this fucking website. (laughs) I mean, just for yourself. Bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. no one's buying solar. Yeah, buy your you know DIY Patriots solar kit. Patriots do not buy solar. <laughs> the next one is a Reebok ad, which good on Wayne getting the fucking big bucks once again featuring Cardi B, and it's just like once again this is fully wasted money. So see a bunch of swagged out seventy year old Republican grandfathers in full fucking yeah. tracksuits. <laughs> it's and yeah, those are the people who are reading this and. <laughs> It's a it's a picture of Cardi B with a quote. It's giving. I'm turning thirty and I have two kids. <laughs> this is a shoe ad, I think, full of larger than life style and attitude with a look for everyone. Maybe some of them will. They need new shoes. Maybe. I like this next one. Everyone who believes in God should watch this. It will blow your mind. Is it? Does it disprove God? Yeah. Like if they already <laughs> believe in God, why would it blow their exactly. mind? Exactly. 83,395 fire emojis. <laughs> no, that's hellfire. That's yeah. that's how many years you'll go to hell yeah. if you don't watch it. That's true. Internet tycoon sues the United States government. America's nightmare winter is coming. <laughs> this guy. Who the fuck is this guy? Internet no tycoon. He owns he's, the internet. He, he's the man who's going to bring the nightmare winter. Yeah, this is, this is John D. Internet. <laughs> uh, and the last one here. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, this next one, New Jersey drivers with no DUI is getting a payday on Tuesday. This is discrimination. Bullshit. <laughs> I didn't get a check. <laughs> and, uh, last one Wait, here. can we, this, I love this fake driver's license, how little <laughs> they look? tried. Dude, it's like his face photoshopped on some <laughs> random, like, cartoon It says cartoon California. Guy. It says California, and I love how they put his face on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they create a guy with a fake ID to advertise this It's so awesome. <laughs> It is him, though. Like how the website is comparisons.org. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a hat in his driver's license picture. <laughs> and uh, the last one here is from dentalimplants.com. Uh, the actual cost of one day full mouth implants in 2022 might surprise you. I have a dental implant. It took like two years to get installed. Oh, but it Joe, was the most horrific thing I've ever done in my life. Did it was you like have an Odyssey? These, did yeah. you have these cool metal spikes coming out of your gums like you yes. have in this? Oh, you did. Yes. Very interesting. I had one of them fall out of my skull. It was fucking horrible. Well, you should hit up dentalimplants.com. Yeah, all these Republicans getting Joe Biden teeth that are like. Drilled directly into their brain. <laughs> yeah, just full, full grafted, and they're just walking around smiling like. Um, my phone is at three percent here. Uh, I'd say you should charge it. Do you want to use my phone? You can use mine as well. What's this thing here? That's hmm? uh, a uh, fingerprint scanner. Okay, I'm not gonna delve my finger into it. <laughs> 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 And he's delving his finger. I'm just, just fucking fingering your little phone hole here. Always da- new depths. <laughs> Danny, Danny has been known to learn through his fingers. Everybody's like a different type of learner. That's so true. And Danny explores with his thumbs first. I'm he's a lifelong throughout these places. Lifelong learner, lifelong finger learner. A uh, lifelong limb learner. Uh, <laughs> you get keep... throughout the town is depraved Dan. Depraved Dan. <laughs> 
Uh, keep this guy away from a garbage disposal because he'll try and figure it out <laughs> with his thumbs. <laughs> yeah, baby. I was doing my favorite thing to do, which is browse r slash conservative to the point that I now get notifications for r slash conservative whenever, <laughs> yeah. like, a... Yeah, I had to stop. I yeah. can't stand that shit. Yeah, whenever a drag brunch happens anywhere in America, oh my, my phone now has to tell me about it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but uh, while browsing, I found an article from my favorite website, The Federalist, because mm-hmm. despite The Federalist Society literally being the people that... Uh, orchestrated and planned the judicial coup that rules America to this day. Mm-hmm. Their website's kind of like BuzzFeed. Like they have <laughs> lots of writers, and they write very short articles that yeah. basically are just a tweet. It's really the hallmark of conservative written word. <laughs> it's actually it's sort of how John Adams outlined how journalism should uh, be in his papers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, good news, folks. We found a live one. We, we found, found a guy. We found the... Uh, we found a new guy. We found the designated Democrat whipping boy of the Federalist. <laughs> yeah, let's get so into sweet. it. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, a man named Scott J. Street. Because <laughs> he gets walked all over. But um, folks. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> so we're going to read a, a shorter article uh, to just sort of like um, introduce you to the guy. Um, this was from uh, a while ago, I guess, whenever Rush Limbaugh died, a couple of months, a year ago? I don't even remember. I forget. The time, it blurs, who cares? <laughs> yeah. I forget when we took him out. Yeah. Uh, we should call our fans shooters. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> no, we shouldn't do yes, that. Yes, we should. That That's so sick, and we won't get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Rush Limbaugh, right. <laughs> Tell me how he made you a better Democrat and person. <laughs> uh, again, this is by Scott J. Street in The Federalist. As a kid growing up in the 90s, I did not like listening to Rush Limbaugh. I was a Democrat. He was a Republican. I was an intellectual who wanted to go to Yale University. He was a proud populist. I liked the Clintons. I he hate didn't. populists. I hate being popular. <laughs> I I want to go to Yale, Yale and hang out with Hillary Clinton. I'm an intellectual. I hate the common people. <laughs> literally, literally. I often found his arguments to be shallow and reactive. Mine were anything but that, of course. So what he's saying here very cheekily uh, is that he used to be a radical left-winger who uh, wanted to go to Yale and voted for Bill Clinton, but now he's, he's woken up. If you're young and you're not a liberal... You don't have a heart. <laughs> if you're old and you're not a conservative, yeah. then you don't have a brain. penis. A penis. Yes, it's brain. You it, don't get any brain. There we go. You're, you're, if you're if you're old and you're not a conservative, your penis fell off from aftermarket Viagra, like weird black market Viagra injections. <laughs> Yet, as I reflected on Limbaugh's death this week, I realized those many hours I was forced to listen to his radio show usually in the car with my parents or grandparents, if they weren't listening to Laura Schlesinger or Jim Rome, two other radio titans of that era. Oh, classic Jim Rome. I've never heard of these, either of these people. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt just goes home and he listens to a crank radio <laughs> who doesn't have a computer. <laughs> uh, two, uh, uh, taught me as much about debating politics as any class I ever took or book I ever read. School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> Rush had a talent for spinning stories. He delivered politics to the masses. He made conservative ar- he made conservative arguments through real-world examples that everybody could relate to. Sure, sometimes he was vile, as when he called Hillary Clinton a quote witch with a capital B. <laughs> That's pretty freaking foul. Is he wrong? <laughs> Or when he said Barack Obama hated America. Gotta say, (laughs) I'd always just presumed he was much worse than this. Uh, No, this This is is very, very tame. This sucks. This is very, very (laughs) tame, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. I think if they wanted to do a Clinton controversy, I think he called Chelsea Yeah, when she was like a baby or whatever. Or, you know, literally like anything else that he said about Obama. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. They they really they're underselling it here. <laughs> he said Barack Obama hated America. Uh, uh oh, that's cool. That's risque. Uh, yeah, Barack Obama loves America. It lets him <laughs> get no work jobs from Spotify for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, cool untucked shirts and all bird shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on, but that's not the point. What matters is that a character like Limbaugh could only exist in America. As a Democrat, I had to deal with him, and I did. We all did. It could only exist in America. We're the only people that can produce yeah. that kind of fat guy. <laughs> I want. No, I don't want to hear Serbian Rush Limbaugh. Actually, that's probably saying some terrible things. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind really quick about. <laughs> I, I'm open-minded about Serbian Russian Limbaugh. <laughs> Russian Limbaugh, and he's uh Serbian Russian Limbaugh. It's a sport <laughs> that they play there. Uh, you're welcome to come on. On my podcast and say crowed his dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Limbaugh embodied the American belief, unique in the world, that more speech is better than less. What the fuck is he talking about? If he believed in one thing, it was talking. He liked to talk. He talked all the time. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. Uh, Obama knew that. In 2012, he gave a speech to the United Nations and said this. And I... He... <laughs> He just posts a fucking, like, really run-of-the-mill standard Obama fucking, you know, Obamaism speech. The truth of change is the hope of prosperity. It's really, yeah, it's, I'm not reading it. It's as many much. possibilities as clouds in the sky. <laughs> Beats too short, and he's too gay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Pete yet, but uh, in a few years you'll yeah, You're gonna know how gay he is. And you'll say I called it. <laughs> Those words are a distant memory. She, he, he's talking about Obama. Uh, today, Democratic Party leaders, including one of Obama's top advisors, want to create want to create truth commissions and punish people who supported Donald Trump as a threat to national security. Obama has been silent uh, in the face of these attacks on America's most important freedom. That to you know, like Donald Trump. Obama is sending uh, blue-haired, city-slicking feminists into yes. conservative cities to do the Bane trials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to talk about Obama's catboy troikas that are happening. <laughs> he shouldn't be. In October 2019, Obama slammed the growing number of young wokesters on the left, telling them to, quote, get over that quickly. The world is messy, he added. There are ambiguities. People who do really good, people who do really good stuff have flaws. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is his uh, Bernie Lost speech, right? Uh, it's something like that, I, yeah. I think I think that was his uh, Stalin was right speech. Yeah, <laughs> I think this was him trying to get in good with Dave Chappelle's comedy crew. <laughs> he wanted to be in the yeah. next Shane Gillis video. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how do you feel about uh, not being allowed to uh, be on uh, SNL? <laughs> People who you are fighting... This is still uh, an Obama quote. People who you are fighting may love their kids and share certain things with you. <laughs> What? This yeah. is true. We all want to eat dinner at the end of the day. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh was part of that messy American world I grew up in. Ignoring him would have been easy. Dealing with him made me a better person, a better student, and a better lawyer. <laughs> the leftists should take that lesson to heart and get back to protecting speech, not silencing it. <laughs> he changes it up because at first he says Rush Limbaugh was inescapable. I was stuck in the web of Rush Limbaugh. I couldn't get away. And then he goes to say ignoring him would have been easy, but I stuck it out so I could improve myself as a stoic man. <laughs> yeah. Cannot wait until this guy's coming over to the right article comes out, and it's much bigger than any of his other articles. Oh, yeah. And then uh, other people get to look down this wonder, get to walk down Scott's Street like we did. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, Shakedown Street. This is some disco dead. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you say he uh, his inevitable turning right article. Uh, I mean, we're going to get into this one. I'd argue it might be this this article here. It's in the Federalist. They're all just going to be it, like this. I, it is by the, the end of every article, he's a Republican. <laughs> 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 I'm a Democrat who thinks Biden's anti-Democratic rhetoric has gone too far. Let's go, Brandon. Um, <laughs> to a military juche system of rule, <laughs> I guess, where Hunter gets to secede you. Very true. All right, so he starts out here. I am a lifelong Democrat. 
I even worked for Joe Biden at one time. Thus, nothing that has happened in America since January 2021 has surprised me. <laughs> but the president's speech in Philadelphia last week marked a new low for America and a new low for a party that I once idolized. I didn't know that speech was in Philly. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's always pulling up to Philly to be like, he should make Philly the capital. He could do it. He should. We could move on. We could get out of that terrible, terrible city, Washington, <laughs> D.C., home of the world's largest mosquitoes. And the great dismal <laughs> really? swamp. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> to me, the Democratic Party was the party of hope, tolerance, and opportunity. Indeed, those themes echoed through Bill Clinton's speeches in 1992. <laughs> Clinton's presidency was the high watermark of the post-war Democratic Party. It was the late 1990s. You couldn't be gay, but you could watch the president play the saxophone on a black <laughs> man's television show and feel something. He, he blended JFK's idealism with Reagan's folksiness. You're getting a phone call, a suspected spam call. Should we answer it live on the pod? On the pod, on the pod, on the pod. On the pod, let's hear it. Hello? Hey, it's Tara with Regal Capital. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Great. Well, I will be quick. Um, we are helping wait. Businesses like your wait. Hold on. Carol. Wait, wait, funding for our small business. Carol. You, Danny, you this is our big break. You want to help us with the business? Carol. Carol. Oh, they ended the call. <laughs> damn. God damn it, that was our big break, We were so Danny. close to a PPP loan. Fuck fake friends. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to get her to stop. We wanted we, I wanted to tell her we were interested. Yeah. Wait, right. wait, wait. We're, we are a small business. <laughs> she just kept spitting. She uh, realized we weren't 90 years old. Yeah, probably. <clears throat> Okay, uh, he blended JFK's idealism with Reagan's folksiness. <laughs> he embodied America's middle class, the greatest political force at the time, and pulled the country into a new century that our leaders promised would be peaceful and safe. Every time he'd have a sex scandal, he'd bomb yeah. a light bulb factory in yeah. Sudan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or fucking... Maybe, maybe all of Kosovo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that has all vanished. Biden's speech in Philadelphia last Thursday confirmed it. As speeches go, the Biden speech was a letdown, filled with shallow attacks on broad categories of people and, of course, the former president. Nobody outside of the CNN newsroom, which, which appears to have modified the speech's lighting in real time, will be inspired by a fall campaign focused on Donald Trump and the people who rioted at the Capitol. So, uh, okay. We're talking about this uh, speech, right? Did either of you watch any of it? I saw the cool pictures from it. I saw the picture. You see any of it, Joe? No, I never watched Joe Biden's speeches. I yeah. just wait for, like, Republicans to cut out the coolest the funny, parts. Yeah, the funnier parts, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, I've seen the pictures, but I could not bring myself to give a shit about listening to a Biden speech, no matter what it is. What? No. Well, maybe I'll start listening to them, because I'm talking myself into it right now, actually. Like, hearing Biden try and do the hope of change or whatever... But in the middle, he goes into an anecdote about a man he once knew from a country that no longer exists. <laughs> there was a Yugoslav, Mac. Most of them were tricky, but this one, an honest fella. <laughs> but writing a poor speech is one thing. Delivering it in front of a Nuremberg-style backdrop is quite another. The imagery, I, I'm not going to lie, it is, it is pretty crazy that they decided to do that. What was he speaking in front of? Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's in front of maybe the White House, the Capitol building, and it's just red. No, it was red. in Philly. Oh, right, it's in Philly, right. It's in front of some building, and it's just, everything's completely red, and there's two, like, military guys behind yeah, him. It's so sick. <laughs> it looks so cool. That Every president <laughs> should do speeches like that. Dude, the Patriots are literally in control. Yeah. <laughs> How is Michael Baxter not like riffing off this? <laughs> yeah. uh, we got to check back. We we got to check, uh, Mikey boy. <coughs> Biden's Philly speech was not appropriate. Letters nj.com. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Republican return to civility politics. <laughs> the imagery shocked many people. It should have shocked everybody. It took just a few minutes for the Babylon Bee to draw comparisons between Biden's speech and Nazi Germany. This is like how 76-year-old senators have been posting, like, Dark Brandon strikes again <laughs> when gas goes down 10 cents in their district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and while most Nazi comparisons are exaggerated, these ones struck a little too close to home. 
I'm telling you, they were leaning into Dark Brandon. I'm totally sure that's what happened now. <laughs> they don't, like, understand it, but you're going to get, like, Diane Feinstein saying something about it when she gets reelected unanimously. I, I didn't consider that, and I now fully agree. 100% that's what they were going for, was Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon, dude. They should do more of it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I think yeah. it's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Biden should wear a beret. <laughs> he should. <laughs> he should get ripped. <laughs> he's 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 channeling Jerry Adams. He, he should not go by president, but commander in chief dash president Biden. <laughs> yeah, he should start calling his he should start calling his government a transitional government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should declare himself the six star general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all. While the president warns us about fascism, or semi-fascism, whatever that is, in America, his administration is the one censoring people who disagree with it and trying to prosecute its political opponents, both flagrant violations of democratic norms. See, this is, this is, that is right. That is a democratic norm. The president can commit as many crimes as he wants because he's not allowed to be arrested. Yeah. And not locking up your political opponents was a democratic norm. The kind of Trump broke first when he was like, yeah, I'm sending her to jail, but then <laughs> did not have the follow-through to do. Yeah. Weak returns. Yeah, exactly. Biden's showing he yeah. has the follow-through. You opened the door for tricky Irish Joe to <laughs> <laughs> come in and send Jared Kushner to, I don't know, Egypt. <laughs> His administration is the one that, while claiming to crack down on big tech, works with it to punish, uh, to punish dissenting voices and stifle debate. His, see, this is something that has always happened and is just recently coming to light. Now, exactly, and big tech is trying to prove it can change and be friends with the Republicans, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark Zuckerberg's newest three hours with Joe Rogan. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his administration is one that attacks its critics as terrorists and which it compares speech to violence. His administration is the one that felt bold enough to create a disinformation board within the Department of Homeland Security, an Orwellian concept that the world has not seen on such a large scale since uh, since those 1930s regimes that Biden says he hates. Or maybe, uh, I don't know, Red Scare America? Yeah, the, <laughs> a little bit more recently than that? The Department of Homeland Security is an Orwellian concept, <laughs> if you want to call things Orwellian <laughs> concepts. The NSA. Yeah, missing the forest for the trees a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. This was all fine until they added this one little part of it. Yeah. These are not signs of a healthy democracy. (laughs) They are not what Biden promised to deliver during his 2020 campaign or his inaugural address, the the campaign that this guy worked on. (laughs) Biden didn't promise to deliver anything. That was the smart thing. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He's like, I'm keeping it open to suggestion, Mac. Voters have noticed. Although the president's approval rating stabilized during August, it still sits at a measly 42.1% in the real clear politics average. It's hard to see that number increasing after last week's speech. No, it'll go up. I approve now. I now approve of the president. I wonder what this guy thinks of the student debt uh, relief. Uh, That's the next article. (laughs) Yeah. The saddest part is that most Americans want Biden to succeed. <laughs> this is what drew so many of them, me included, to his campaign. Shut the fuck up. Why did you want Biden to succeed? What did he do to the, like to entice you, dude? They did not like the negative tone that Trump brought to the White House. They wanted compassionate, competent, bipartisan leadership... Somebody with the confidence to thank Trump for his service and move on. Biden seemed the perfect fit. <laughs> I feel like Biden has just now figured out that that's not what people want. They want blood yeah. and thunder. Of and course. God, Irish Joe will give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm excited to see what the, he does in the future now. Yeah, I guess, like, the entire American political process has just been, you know, tension building up to these past few years. Yeah. And even your average, like, centrist, like, Lib Dem or whatever, they don't want, like, they don't want to work with MAGA Republicans. They want, they want to destroy them. Yeah, they're like... They want to conquer, they want to send them to Guantanamo Bay. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, line them up, one bullet each. Yeah. Then we can work across the aisle. (laughs) Some good old-fashioned neocons. Mm Mm-hmm. I learned earlier than others that those were hollow promises and that Biden is a shell of his former self. 
at this point, a puppet of the media and political establishment, both of which are obsessed with Trump, hence last Thursday's speech. I learned earlier than others that those were hollow promises. This fucking guy, months, maybe a year into the Biden presidency, is like, he's doing what I want him to. And a shell of his former self, yeah. a yeah, puppet yeah, yeah. of DuPont Chemical and every credit card company. This guy's very smart. He makes very good points. He definitely knows what he's talking about. He was senator from Delaware. That's like being held hostage by every small business owner in the nation. <laughs> it's like being president of Ireland. Yeah, they have a gun to your head. It's comforting to know that at least some White House staffers reportedly were uh, uh, reportedly worried about the speech. They should speak up more often. Other resign and speak out publicly. Voters need to know that there are professionals within the Democratic Party who do not agree with this administration's descent into demagoguery. <laughs> Everybody likes demagoguery. <laughs> Everybody needs to stop pretending they don't like demagoguery. There are people who care less about political labels and more about finding common ground on the vast issues our society is facing at home and abroad. People who believe that the progress America made in the decades after World War II were good things. And that, while not perfect, we have built the freest and most fair country in the history of the world. A country that is perfect that is the perfect foil to the oppressive society created by the CCP in China. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, he's getting his digs in at the end of his verse. By the end of every F Federalist article, he's a Republican. Yeah, the, the student debt one is going to be called, like, how Biden's student debt relief plan betrays the blue-collar history of the Democratic Party or something <laughs> like that. Well, yeah. Fucking Scott Street, man. Smoke show of the week. <laughs> Strutting down the street. I know these people exist because I speak with them privately, <laughs> but that's not sufficient. All the people I talk to on Twitter in my DMs, that's 100% of the voters in the country. Everyone agrees with me, and they call yeah. me a good boy. They pet my <laughs> yeah. little head. I was in a MAGA coffee shop recently, and a table of Republicans... <laughs> Coffee-flavored coffee latte, yeah. coffee-flavored coffee macchiato <laughs> and then everything else is just a milkshake mm -hmm. oh yeah you need a milkshake a yummy milkshake <laughs> yummy malt. breakfast milkshake that's it republicans love a good malt <laughs> <laughs> the malted milk party <laughs> the next two elections will be the most important ones since the civil war they will decide whether america moves on from the toxic divisive divisive trump biden era to deal with the issues facing the 21st century world or whether we face another four years of hatred censorship and political persecution who does he think is going to lead the charge away from biden and trump the next president is either going to be biden or trump <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a, a long six years buddy yeah. oh this <laughs> he he does sort of a left turn here um there are some bright signs. Pennsylvania Attorney General Sh Josh Shapiro has already backtracked on his state's COVID policies, saying its lockdown didn't work and that this is an area where uh, folks got it wrong. So this guy is super, like, uh, you know, anti-COVID shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of Democrat. He's, yeah, he's definitely a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. It's really crazy to still be, like, using that as one of your talking points in, what is it, September of 2022. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are, there's no such thing as a COVID restriction. No! no! There hasn't been <laughs> since the first, like, three fucking months of COVID. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very cool. His comments may come too late for the businesses that the lockdown destroyed and the kids whose educations were impaired, but they at least show the open-mindedness that we needed our leaders. <laughs> That was a thing that was, that kept popping up on fucking r slash conservative was uh, what were they calling it learning learning loss? Oh yeah, they're like kids are dumber now because of COVID. Yeah, Should've kept them in school. Yeah, but I also hate school and I want to make it a company where they're all yeah. little workers, <laughs> but not college, which is still illegal. Exactly. And let me audit the books. Yeah, <laughs> every book. Uh, and they stand in stark contrast to comments from California Governor Gavin Newsom, who started the lockdown fetish in America and who still uh, stubbornly claims that he did everything right. Disclaimer, as a lawyer, I am litigating a case that seeks to require that Newsom end the statewide COVID-19 emergency that has been in place since March 2020. Motherfucker, th it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Democrats against Newsom. <laughs> I, I, I like fetishizing lockdown like he's taking like sexy mask pictures, like he's like naked in a mask. But it's clear that Biden is not the answer and needs to go. Last week's speech confirmed it. 
Of course, it's possible that the president will acknowledge the criticism and pivot, but I doubt it. There are still too many people in the media and political establishment who are obsessed with Trump and want to see him behind bars. <laughs> this guy doesn't want Trump arrested either. It's hard to ignore that echo chamber, and it's hard to pivot from calling your political opponents fascists who are a threat to the country itself. So this His next guy... article, Joe Biden, the fascist threat to the country itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to the Federalist. Thank you for continuing to produce uh, just BuzzFeed quality conservative writers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad yeah. you also produced all the judges, presumably <laughs> from the same pool of people. Yeah. And uh, that's all we got for you, folks. A little walk down the Scott Street. Little, little, little stroll down Scott's Street. Perhaps we'll stroll down again someday. Uh, yeah, I think you'll be a recurring character if I remember you at all. Yeah, we will. We're gonna we're gonna mug him on the Scott Street. We're gonna catch him from a corner on the Scott Street. We're folks. gonna chase him down with a shotgun on the ch on the on the Scott Street. We heard there were robberies on Scott Street today. Mm -hmm. All that is alleged to be taking place in Minecraft. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Buh bye bye. See ya. Toodles. Show your wife how you won medals 